0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thank you for being with us and staying with
1: us here on Real Presence Live. before we go on to the, the next segment, as you know, you can find Real Presence Live podcasts on your website, on our website, realpresenceradio.com, or on your favorite podcast platform such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to check those out as well. Um, this morning, we have the new Bishop of Duluth, Bishop Elect Daniel Felton from the Diocese of Green Bay, on our phone line today. Um, welcome, and thank you for being with us, Bishop Elect.
2: I'm so happy to be with you today, uh, Father Anthony and Deacon Dan. It's just a great honor to be on uh, this particular program and to be joining you. What's the weather like over in your way?
1: Oh, in Crosby, it is uh, cloudy and um, lots of moisture out there. Lots of moisture, <laughs> right, Deacon Dan? Yeah,
2: that's true. Right. It's true. So I'm asking you because that's basically what we get 24 hours later here in Wisconsin. So thanks for the weather forecast right at the beginning <laughs> of the program. <laughs>
1: but a little vitamin D, and
3: we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do that. Yeah, some sunshine'd be good, but uh, we we need to soggy things up a little bit first, and then the sunshine can come out, and we'll we'll be green as can be. <laughs> beautiful, um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Bishop Elect, what a what a what an honor it is to be to be speaking with you and to have uh, received the, the 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 message I got on my email the other day. You know, we we have ourselves a, a bishop again. Um, we have God. we have our we have our shepherd. Uh, going to be in, installed soon, and uh, you are a man that um, um, was was pointed out to me. Ha, ha, so, how many prayers for we've, this man? We've been praying daily, and
1: just uh, we've just really been praying for you, uh, Bishop Elect, and, and we received the Shepherd that uh, we've we've just been waiting for. We, yeah. <laughs> we're so excited, right, I, yeah.
2: right? Yep. yeah. You know, and, and I think uh, first of all, I really appreciate uh, all of the prayers. And just know I, too, have uh, been praying for the people of Duluth and for the diocese that, as the Holy Spirit is moving us in these directions, especially during the Easter time, you know, it's a great occasion of just being filled with joy and celebration.
3: It reminds me of the, you know, before I knit you in in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before we knew your name, before you knew you were being called, how many times, how many prayers have, have been offered for for you, uh, Bishop-Elect, and so, uh, yeah, we're, we're really pleased. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to to the listeners. Sure. I'm
2: going to be ordained 40 years uh, this coming June, on uh, June 13th, and so I was ordained in 1981. Um, previous to that, I grew up in a town called Appleton, not too far from uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, I have two incredible uh, parents. Um, my father, Ken, uh, died in, uh, last May 13th, um, and so he is certainly with me through all of this. Uh, his real presence uh, felt and his spirit guided me as he had here upon this earth. But uh, back in those days, if you remember a year ago, in May, uh, we were in a, a pretty much significant lockdown here. Mm. So like so many families across the country, we could have about 10 people at my dad's funeral, uh, but thank goodness for live stream. Mm. Uh, but I miss him, but I also feel his presence uh Uh, Every day. And then my mom, Carol, uh, is still living. Uh, Shortly after dad died, she went into uh, assisted living. Uh, Once again, like people across the country, uh, for autumn and uh, winter, we communicated with each other outside her window. Uh, But recently things have opened up and it's been great to be able to see mom uh, again. And then I have uh, four younger sisters, actually, a sister that's a year younger, five years younger, and then 17 and 20 years younger and so I always tell my youngest sister she gets the biggest uh, birthday gift and the biggest Christmas gift because uh, someday she's going to have to take care of me when I get old and decrepit <laughs> and I need somebody to move yeah. in with. She's the designated uh, person. Oh yeah. Uh, but basically, our family was two families. I was already out of the house when uh, Jennifer and uh, Peggy were born, and they were raised. Um, as I mentioned at the press conference, our family owned a retail glass company, so, I'm a glazer uh, by trade. Um, and so I grew up uh, installing windshields, tub enclosures, hanging mirrors, uh, replacing thermal panes. So it's a trade that I have on the side uh, as a, a tradesman, um, and that's been a significant part of my life and of our family's uh, life as well. Um, I went to St. Norbert College uh, in Depierer, Wisconsin, which is the only Norbertine uh, college in the world. Uh, and uh, That was a great experience. And then after that, I went to St. John Seminary uh, in Collegeville. Uh, So I've been in Minnesota before, down at Stearns County, uh, for that period of time. Um, I'm dating myself. It's uh, pre-interstate, out to St. Cloud and to Collegeville. So that was uh, a while ago. And then uh, I was ordained, like I said, in 1981. I spent a lot of time along another lake, in terms of Lake Michigan, I was in Manitowoc for a number of years and then returned as pastor to merge six parishes into one uh, oh, Some years later. Um, and I've served uh, in Oshkosh for a significant amount of time. And then during that time, we built a new church and, and did some things as well. Mm-hmm. So for 35 years, I've been out uh, in the field in parishes as a pastor. Last five years, uh, I came to the uh, chancery and have been kind of... Uh, working as a Victor general and as a moderator of the curia so kind of had the experience now of both sides of the fence which has been very helpful
3: i got to know what is it what is it like uh, bishop elect to get the phone call yeah. you know what, what, call what is that NCO? what is that like you know, like you know is this some kind of a joke <laughs> right right how did you feel you know, i just uh, i answered the phone you know
2: thought on advance speaking good morning and uh, the person on the other side uh, said, Monsignor I said, Well this is Father Dan. And he said, This is Archbishop Pierre. The Holy Father has called you to be the new bishop of Duluth, Minnesota. Do you say yes to the Holy Father? That's that's yeah. the statement?
3: That's what that's what you pick up the phone and hear?
2: That's what I picked up the phone and that not was. Like,
3: not like, Hey, how you doing? You know, how right, are things yeah. going? How you know? It's Small just, talk
2: was basically is this wow. a good time to talk? You know,
3: and <laughs> yeah. so uh but I, I have to really be honest,
2: you know, in that moment, as much as it was kind of a shock uh, and a surprise, um, I was very much aware I, when he asked me, did I have time and, and who was on the other line, uh, on the other end of the line, you know, something was coming mm-hmm. uh, of this nature. And I was very mindful in the moment. I was also very tranquil and very much at peace and I remember thinking to myself something's coming that's going to be big I'm just surprised I'm that much uh, as peace as I am mm-hmm. um waiting to receive this news so even in that moment I think the Holy Spirit was kind of working with me and preparing me for the question that I was going to be asked which obviously is a big question right and I in the moment said obviously uh I'm open to wherever the Holy Spirit calls me and the Lord leaves me and uh I appreciate the uh, the Holy Father's invitation to be
3: the bishop, and obviously said yes. You, you didn't say, "Can I get a couple of days to think about this?" Yeah, yeah, give me a,
2: give me some thought. I got to check this place out a little bit. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to get to know some of the priests and deacons out there before I say yeah, yes to I, I this. I just want to see what's going on in this
2: diocese. Anything
3: else you can tell me? But but really, you, did, you didn't you didn't ask for any time. You were just, uh, do you say yes? And, and you, you responded as you as you indicated,
2: right? And I did. And I think the reason for that was, again, I was so mindful of just being at peace in the Mm -hmm, moment, and kind of a way of of the Lord saying to me, or the Spirit working in it for me to say, Mm -hmm. you're okay, you know, respond and say yes to this, this is what I have in mind for you. Mm -hmm. And because of that, there was just no hesitation
3: um, to be able to respond to the question. Be it done unto me, huh? Right. Um, And so, you know, how'd you sleep that night? Well, I think after I hung up the phone, uh, the
2: peacefulness and tranquility, uh, uh kind of changed into <laughs> just being stunned and surprised. All of a sudden yeah. it, you hang up the phone, I hung up the phone and it's like, what just happened here? What was that? Um, and then slowly, uh, as I made my way through, it was, uh, he called the Saturday of Palm
3: Sunday weekend. Sure. Sure.
2: Um, and, uh, so slowly, starting to sink in, and I'm making my way through the passion reading and all of the things that we do for Palm Sunday, and obviously, all of this is in the back of my head. And mm-hmm. so then, so then it kind of turns to that element of saying, "Oh my gosh, what does this mean?" And you know, am I really worthy of this? And I know my limitations. Am I going to be good? And my service to the people. And so there's that element, I think, of doubt, which comes mm-hmm. into one's mind and heart. Uh, still, conviction that it's it's. A, a call, and I said yes to that call. But even since then, you know, I'm very much at peace with this, and I trust that, again, to be part of the working of the Holy Spirit.
3: It would seem to me, uh, Bishop-elect, that if I had a, a call like that, I'd have difficulty tying my shoes. You know, I mean, <laughs> and here you are, you know, going through the liturgies of of, uh, of the Passion and, and Palm Sunday weekend and, and Holy Week. Are you at this point? Are you still um, uh, bound to secrecy? I mean, were you able to, to talk to no, anybody about no, this? No,
2: because uh, even though he called me on the Saturday of Palm Sunday weekend, typically mm-hmm. this would have been announced then, like that following Wednesday. Mm -hmm. which would be just three or four days later. Mm -hmm. But because of it being Holy Week, we had to make a decision to wait um, until after Holy Week was completed and we had celebrated Easter um, and then decided to do it uh, on the date that we chose uh, to announce it uh, this past week. And so in that intervening time, um, my own bishop, Bishop Ricken, had been informed by the uh, nuncio, but that was pretty much it uh, in terms of people that were knowledgeable of this. And then at some time, uh, Father Jim Bessonette was also brought into the loop, obviously, that the, somebody had been appointed so that we could start working on the arrangements. But but during all of that time, you're bound to uh, confidentiality. Sure. You're not able to talk to anybody.
1: Yeah. And carry it inside and you. carry it inside. Right. yeah.
2: That wow. had to be pretty easy. No problem.
3: Uh, How about mom? When when you told mom, what was her reaction? Well, it
2: it was bittersweet.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, So my mom
2: is 86 years old, Mm -hmm. and uh, as I mentioned in assisted living, and Mm -hmm. so when I told her, um, her first reaction was, oh, Danny, why are you moving so far away? (laughs)
3: Like a mother Um, would. Right you know,
2: as a mom would. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
2: I tried to reassure mom, it's not that far away. You know, it's only like five hours away. I'll be back and forth. And then she said again, but it's so far away. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh, you know. Mm-hmm. And then as moms do, um, then she went on to say, but I'm so happy and, and uh, I'm so proud of you and, and those kinds of things. So, mm-hmm. and then later on, my sisters were with my mom and at least at the assisted uh, living facility, they said she was telling everybody that her son was going to be a bishop. (laughs) That's awesome. Mom moved from a moment of uh,
3: kind of bittersweet uh,
2: to uh, all of a sudden. uh, My sister's always give me a hard time uh, because Mom always refers to me, my son, the priest. Mm-hmm, and my mm-hmm. sisters are like, she doesn't refer to me as my daughter, the therapist, my daughter, the <laughs> teacher, but it's my son, the priest. And they're just rolling their eyes.
3: Uh huh. Oh my gosh, oh, now what? He's a my bishop. My son, the bishop. Oh, yeah. Ragging rights. That's great. I can just hear, well, we're so proud of how you've grown up there, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, the, the uh, staff
2: always knows when my family calls because they always ask for Danny. so
3: Danny, yeah. That's yeah. always the cue. Uh, uh, Bishop-elect, we have to take just a short break and, and we'll be right back. We want to continue great. our conversation. Uh, I'm Deacon Dan Goshi along with Father Anthony Craig. We're broadcasting live
0: from St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, And live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
4: And uh, I remember when uh, they came around looking for donations at the churches when they were trying to get it started. And it really hit me when, I don't even remember who it was, came around, but it was just like, I think that I need this. Because I wanted to be be fed. Uh, I wasn't taking time to read my Bible or any of that, but I just knew. It was like, well, if I could listen to stuff on the radio like he talked about. And so it, it was everything that it said and more, you yeah. know, in all reality. It so. doesn't take a lot of effort. To turn it on. It does not take a lot of effort. You know, sometimes, really, it, I'm going to back up on that and say it, it, it almost does. Because if you want to be drawn in and contemplate what is all being said on the radio, there's a lot of stuff that gets kind of deep. It's like, well, it makes you contemplate. Mm. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> am, I, am I ready to, to take this food in and digest it and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the spiritual food. So, yeah, it's it's been, a, it's been really good for me from from my faith walk.
3: As a working Catholic professional, your needs and priorities for returning to college don't match a traditional campus experience. That's why the University of Mary has created a portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online graduate programs that are sure to align with today's needs. Advance your skills while strengthening your faith. At the University of Mary, visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. Broadcasting from St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota, I'm Deacon Dan Goshi along with Father Anthony Craig, and we have Bishop-elect Daniel Felton with us as our final guest on, uh, on Real Presence Live this morning. And uh, Bishop elect thank you again for for giving us this time we We know that uh, you must have a lot going on between now and uh and when you get the big pointy hat, as my friends at work say <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't understand Catholicism but they keep saying so so Dan, do you get the big pointy hat this week no i don't get that i don't get that uh, but uh we really appreciate the time you've given us today well, and thank you so much and, and this opportunity to uh to talk to not only the, uh, you know, the, the five states that are listening uh, on Real Presence Live, but specifically to the Diocese of Duluth, opportunity for you to, to reach out to them and for them to learn a little bit more about you.
2: And I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your program. It's
3: a great program. What, uh, what happens, you know, in, 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 you're, you're being uh, ordained as our bishop, is it May 20th? Is that the date I have? Yes, on May okay. 20th. Okay. What happens between now and
2: then? Well, you know, to be honest with you, that may seem like a long time, but actually this is pretty short when mm-hmm. it comes to the naming of a bishop and actually doing the ordination and installation. So, you know, the uh, Diocese of Luth, uh, bless their, their hearts, they've been waiting for this moment a long time, so they already had some plans in place so we could move a little more quickly, which is great. And then secondly, uh, if we're able to do the... Uh, ordination and installation on May 20th, um, then I can be available to do the ordination uh, for a deacon and an mm-hmm. ordination uh, for a priest. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would just be a wonderful uh, experience and something that we kind of my launch um, as the Bishop of the Diocese, and what better way uh, to start than that. But in the in-between time, um, there's a number of matters that I have to tend to back here to kind of tie things off, because this kind of comes as a surprise to Bishop Ricken and <laughs> our chancery staff and a whole lot of people uh, trying to readjust uh, to some things. Um, and then there's just our very kind of practical matters. So I just have received a communication from the gentleman who does a lot of the coat of arms mm. for uh, for newly named bishops, so I have to begin to think about a coat of arms sure. and a, a motto, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do a radio program myself, and when people would meet me, their first comment would often be, oh, "I thought you were taller than that." Yes. I don't know, I must <laughs> yeah. have a, ta- a tall, sounding voice,
3: a strong voice. But I yeah,
2: am, yeah. Uh, Saki yes, is kind of short of stature, so I'm uh, five feet six. And so vestment-wise, you know, i have to take a look at some of the vestments and mitre and some of those other items, uh, sacred uh, items that we're going to need for Mm -hmm. the ordination. But um, in many instances, given my height, I just can't go to the closet and take out something that's already there. Uh, So we are in the process of making some of those arrangements as well. Um, And then just being briefed on a number of matters uh, in the diocese itself. Mm -hmm. So I have the opportunity to hit the ground uh, and be running.
3: I I I'm just so pleased when I when I heard uh, your name because you know, being a Daniel myself, I know it. I, I thought oh, this is how wonderful. Now we have a father Daniel. We will have a bishop Daniel. You have two deacon Daniels. There's a Daniel Beautiful. going to be ordained to the uh, uh, transitional diaconate. There's another Daniel in uh, formation to become a deacon. I'm just, I'm just suggesting to you, Bishop Elect, that you could really stack the sanctuary on your ordination day with a lot of Daniels yeah. if you, if you I were so. <laughs> I know it. I want to caution that you know.
2: That, that uh, we may have, with that many Daniels in the sanctuary, we may have to sing o Danny Boy is. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. And there are 23 verses, by the way, to O'Danny
3: Boy. Oh, is there? Is there I, I think I only yes. know one or two. Probably yes. pretty typical of them. Yeah. That's beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's
2: good know. to hear that we are, are Daniel stacked in the, in the
3: diocese. <laughs> but you were ordained
1: on June 13th, you said. That's the feast of yes. St. Anthony, right? Oh, St. Yes. Yes. Anthony. Oh, getting it in. That was goodness.
2: also my uh, confirmation name.
1: Excellent Anthony name. was? Beautiful.
3: Anthony, beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. And so um, do you have anything that you want to, to say to the people uh, of the Diocese of Duluth or even the, the city of Duluth?
2: Right. I'm, I'm just uh, wanting to let people know just how excited I am. Um, you know, I think very much uh, the Holy Spirit works and moves through our lives in so many ways that we sometimes expect, more often than not, in ways we could never have anticipated. And the feeling that I have in this moment is just there's a great uh, spirit uh, that's moving amongst us. Uh, not only in my own personal life, but the diocese of Duluth has been you know waiting for a while now, some 16 months, uh, for a bishop. And there's that kind of feeling. Just, there's there's movement here. There's excitement here. There's spirit here. And you know I think just gives us hope. And so I. Look forward to coming, you know, the first year just to be out uh, in the field, in the mission field, at schools and parishes and wherever life has taken us, just to be there. Uh, That's where I enjoy being, having been a pastor for so many years, but just to have an opportunity to get to know folks and to have them get to know me. Uh, It's all about relationships. Uh, That's really what we're called to, and it's through those relationships that we grow closer to the Father, Son, and Spirit and their relationship. So I could not be more happy than I am coming to Duluth, but I'm just looking forward to getting uh, my feet on the ground and to just start uh, being of service to the people, but being with all the people in terms of the the city of Duluth. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't know what to expect, Mm. but what a great city. Um, and it reminds me very much of my, my hometown of Appleton. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I firmly also believe mission is in and through our parishes, but parishes and schools, our schools are not the end. It's really the communities in which we dwell that we seek to impact and invite people uh, into a relationship with Jesus. So that's why I keep referring to the 440,000 plus people mm-hmm, who live mm-hmm. in our diocese. As the shepherd, I am responsible not just for Catholics, but also for the pastoral care of everybody that lives in the diocese. So the communities in which we live and impacting those communities and reaching out to their needs um, and being able to address their, their spiritual needs is just so important. And that's the mission that we've been called to, and that's the reason that we're here. And I look forward to walking that mission with all the people of uh, the diocese and Duluth.
3: I have a one, I have a question that I don't want to ask, partly because I think I know the answer, but I also know that I have been uh, pushed to ask this by others. Can you get behind the Vikings? Well, I think you know the answer to that.
2: Jesus gave us you know, himself and that in the the great commandment, you know, to love your neighbor. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Uh huh. So obviously, the Vikings are our neighbor. And <laughs> okay. So I, challenged by jesus uh,
3: to right. live the great commandment and to love my neighbor oh, thank you jesus <laughs> thank jesus. you jesus for this bishop His <laughs> I tell you. well uh, bishop elect we have to uh we have to run I, I again thank you so much for the generous time you've given us today thank you bishop elect could and, we uh, thank you what? so
2: much and just know how impressed i am by your radio program and i look forward maybe to another occasion uh, to be with you both and thanks father anthony and thanks deacon dan
3: Could we have just a a blessing before you leave, Bishop?
2: Sure, sure. And so, loving and gracious God, as we gather ourselves into this day, it is purely just a gift that has been given to us to be of service to you and to those that we will meet along the way. As we begin to look at a transition taking place within this diocese, we know it is you, Lord, who lead us imbued with the spirit that has been given to us, uh, Father, trying to draw us into a relationship of life and love. And so may God direct us, lead us in all things, and ultimately all that we be and all that we do uh, in the Diocese of Duluth, may it always be to give God honor and praise in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Thank you again, Bishop Elect. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll continue to keep you in our prayers. Thank you so much. Take care and All enjoy the rest God of the bless day. bless you. All right. Eli, you've got some information on the next show, right? I sure do. Thanks, Deacon. We've got another great show coming up on Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Tim Cohn and Heather Carroll, coming to you live from Holy Spirit Parish in Mitchell, South Dakota. They'll start off the show with Deacon Mike McEwen of the Diocese of New Ulm. He'll talk about de- understanding the divine will. And later, Bishop Donald DeGroote of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will be with us to talk about truth, goodness, and beauty. Plus a whole lot more that I'm not going to spoil, so you'll have to tune in nine to eleven a.m. Central Monday morning, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. The reason he said he's not going to spoil it is because we went too long and he doesn't have time. for wow. you No, know? <laughs> that's the way it is. I, I speak radio. I know. I know what this is. So, uh, what? What a beautiful day this has been for us to uh, to get together with so many wonderful guests today. Beautiful yes. guests, and what a what a joy to to visit with Bishop-elect Daniel Felton, and uh, very. Um, uh, helpful to hear how he feels about the men in purple just wonderful yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's right (laughs) lots to look forward to
1: that's true indoctrinating yes very good well yeah green bay's loss is duluth's gain it's just a you know Mm -hmm. great grace to have him Mm -hmm. absolutely
3: so father perhaps a, a, a closing prayer
1: sure in the name of the father and of the son and the holy spirit amen Lord our God, we know that you are with us, that you stay with us. We implore you as well with that same prayer that the disciples on the road to Emmaus said as well. Stay with us, Lord. And um, we ask you to bless all of our guests that were on the radio today, all those who are part of the radio station. Um, We ask you to be with all those we love and all those who need you the most. And we ask this through Our Lady's intercession. Hail Mary. Full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and
3: the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dan Goshi, Deacon Dan Goshi, and Father Anthony Craig from St. Joseph's Church in Crosby on Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us today.